Blog Talk Radio. Pretty good, Michael, and yourself? Hey, it's another day in paradise, man. I'm doing pretty good, ready for this action this Saturday night. Uh, Same thing here. Um, I mean, like every weekend at ASWF, it's going to be a stacked card, and I cannot wait to see what action goes down. And, uh, I mean, I'm pumped, you know. I'm beyond words for it. Well, absolutely, and how could you not be pumped knowing that we are less than a month now from the final battle in this war over control over the ASWF that is Bad Brad or Team Bad Brad versus Team Double J. We're going to find out, you know, who's going to control this thing moving forward. And, you know, a lot of the experts right now are putting Team Bad Brad at the – at the disadvantaged part, they're putting the uh, Manai in the favorite column so far. What do you make of that? We just found out, you know, the ASWF champion, Mark Wolf, <laughs> captain in this team, along with uh, Max Stone and A.D. Scott. Well, my, my thoughts on it, 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 uh, it concerns me for uh, Team Bad Brad. And the reason being is we've, we've got some uh, – you know, they've got some incredible talent in Mark Wolf and A.D. Sky and Max Stone. And they're very young and they're very charismatic. What's What worries me is the experience that the Manai has as a team where Mark Wolf and A.D. Sky and Max Stone, as a, as a three-man team, this is the first time they're going to 
be together as a unit. Well, I mean, um, and I think so, that is the overall factor on that, Cody, is a lot of people are looking at the experience edge and giving it to the Manai, but I mean, and as much as this pains me to say, especially because of the outcome, this Saturday night, you got you, you to admit, they, they operated as a well-oiled machine, and they all did their part, and unfortunately, you know, it led to the infamous one taking a ride in an ambulance. Well, and and I hate to see that uh, because it was carnage, and uh, I'm just hoping that the infamous one, you know, I, I hear he's walking and everything, and that's that's great. I'm just hoping the infamous one is going to be ready um, for the Fight for Freedom show because that's going to be an all-out physical show, and I mean, why would it not be one? It's 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 a wrestling show. But at the same time, it's one of it's one of our it's one of our big shows of the summer, and that's when we need to go all out. Absolutely, and all out these guys are going to go. I mean, it don't get no bigger than this, you know. Matt Stone and AD Sky not only have that six man Survivor Series style elimination matchup, they also have what will be a golden opportunity. And, you know, we kind of figured out how they got into this tournament a little bit later or a little bit earlier in the night when we found out they were revealed as part of Bad Brad. We were wondering who put them in the tournament. Well, I think we kind of got our answer there. But with that being said, I mean, they won the daggum thing, so you got to give it up to AD Sky and Max Stone because, you know, they were almost in a Vincent-like position (laughs) whereas they were the underdogs in both of their matchups, and they were able to pull out the victory over the Mercury Brothers, number one. That's impressive enough as it is because these two gentlemen, they've been all over the Mid-South collecting tag team championships, and Max Stone and A.D. Sky were able to pick up the victory no matter how controversial it was. Well, I mean... You know, and 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 the wrestling industry, what's the saying? A, a W is a W. A win's a win. Um, it kind of leads me into a, a question for the uh, for the fans that call in. Uh, give give us your opinion on how well you think Max Stone and AD Sky are gonna fare at uh, Fight for Freedom. How well do you think they're gonna do? Uh, not wrestling uh, one, but multiple matches. Absolutely. Not uh, only do they have to worry about the tag team matchup or the six-man tag team matchup, they've even got this rumble for freedom where you know it will be every man for themselves. So, I mean, there will be a few cracks in the, a few chinks in the armor, so to speak, and a little dissension possibly as can you really trust the man that you're tagging with because you never know what position you're going to be in in that rumble for freedom. Absolutely. We, we've seen it time and time again in various wrestling industries. Uh, a more recent point, I mean, think of uh, what's going on in the, uh, the big brand of uh, sports entertainment where you have the, the bearded guy and the masked monster hated each other for a long time. They came together and were one of the greatest teams of their era. So, I mean, <clears throat> with that being said, you know, they could – that tension could be what brings that team together even more and brings out that fire in both of these young gentlemen. 
Absolutely. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm impressed with Max Stone and A.D. Scott, especially this last Saturday night when they won the tag team tournament. These two gentlemen are just for as little time as what they've been a tag team. You've got to, you've got to say it's one of the, it's one of the shockers so far this year in the ASWF. These guys are acting like they've been teaming together for ten years. They're operating so smoothly together, and you got it. Just speaks to the athletic ability, and I mean kudos to the so-called Mr. 99% for being able to recruit him to his team. Um, yeah, big, big ups to uh, the Mr. 99% himself. He's He's got himself a solid team lined up, and uh, with that speed, he's got the, the size and power in Mark Wolf. And I say that because Double J is no small guy, and – I mean, after what he did to Double J, though I don't agree with it and don't con- condone it in any way, it you know he, it just showed how much strength he truly had to pull that off. Absolutely, and guys, we want to encourage you three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one. Go ahead and call in with your take on this whole six man tag or the tag team tournament finals and all that you know there was there was a lot of controversy surrounding the end of that finals matchup with the mercury brothers ad sky and max stone i believe uh it was ad sky held the trap the foot one of the mercury brothers and caused the pinfall victory to happen obviously the referee's decision always final in the aswf so there's no instant replay or anything like that going into the going into this, but, I mean, a lot of uproar amongst the fan base for the fact that, you know, A.D. Sky and Max Stone were able to pull a quick one. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a fast victory, the pinfall, the grabbing of the legs. And, you know, the thing about the ref, he's just one guy. He can't see everything that goes on. Uh, you, you see it in multiple tag team matches while he's uh, – you know, while a ref is backing a guy into his corner, he, things happen, you know, double teams and all that. So, I mean, the ref can't see everything. Um, and that's sometimes what's the – that's one of the hardest things about being a ref, especially in these multi-man matches, is keeping your eyes and ears open for everything going around you. Absolutely. You've got to be able to keep your head on a swivel when you're in that, uh, in that referee position, and you've got to be able to make uh, calls in these bang-bang situations where it happens so quickly. I believe the uh, referee assigned to that contest was our senior official, Sleazy E. So, I mean, the, the best guy we got was out there, and, you know, his, his decision will be final. It's going to be Max Stone and A.D. Sky challenging the dirty little gang uh, on July 28th at Fight for Freedom. And let's go ahead and take a look at that matchup. As we kind of did, I had a sit-down with the so-called Mr. 99 sit-down interview with them uh, this past week, and that's going to be released later on this week on the ASWF YouTube page as well as the ASWF Facebook page. So definitely keep an eye out for that. But we had a sit-down and we had to talk about this. 
I, I mean, Bad Brad is nothing but confident in the fact that he thinks that Max Dunn and A.D. Scott are going to walk out with the tag team gold come Sunday or Saturday, excuse me, July 28th. And, I mean, I can't – as every time – it seems like every time you you <laughs> possibly belittle these guys or you doubt these guys is a better word for it, they, they just seem to prove you wrong. And, I mean, now you've got to wonder. They've got to be the favorite heading into uh, July 28th. I mean, uh, both of them, they're, they're young guys, and they're doing great. Uh, but some people, they when, when in doubt and their back's against the wall, that's when they do their best. And that's what they're going to have to bring, not only in this six-man tag, but for a team like Dirty Little Gang, who, I mean, even on their shirt, it's been going around for 40 years now, I believe. So, I mean, you know, even then, that's that's a long, you know, that's probably longer than both of these gentlemen have been alive. And so the experience coming from that will, it will, it will be a sight to see, that's for sure. Uh, only time will tell. Uh, sometimes athletics, athleticism can prevail over experience and I, I'm just ready to see this matchup. I'm ready to see how well they're going to fare in every one of their matches. Absolutely. I mean, there, think about this. Wrap your mind around this. Not only because as of right now, the ASWF championship not on the line on July 28th at Fight for Freedom. Think about this. Team Bad Brad could walk out of July 28th not only – with the ASWF championship, but also the tag team championship and 99% control of the ASWF. That has got to be a nightmare situation for the co-commissioner, Joey Britt, as well as the infamous one, Double J. And let's talk about the infamous one, Double J, here. Had a rough night Saturday night, put through the table, uh, sneak attack, I mean, right when we finally thought, you know, Bad Brad and Double J had gotten one over on Bad Brad. Bad Brad comes back right back with a firing back with a uh, surprise for the infamous one. And it definitely seemed to, you know, have its attended effect. You know, you walk back in that locker room Saturday night after that happened and you see a few solemn faces, you know, people worried about the infamous one. You never want to see somebody carted off in an ambulance. And, you know, I, I just keep replaying in my mind Bad Brad saying, I hope he never walks again. I, it's just sickening. It it really is a scary situation because, I mean, if you were out in the crowd that night or even saw the replay of the show on the video, just the screams of agony and the and the tears – uh, flowing down Double J's face. I mean, they didn't know if he was going to be able to walk. And uh, regardless of religion or not, thank the good Lord he was able to. Um, but, I mean, even some of these solemn faces, are they worry because if Bad Brad's team does win, is, is this what's going to come after? The chaos, is it going to continue to ensue after? Because – 
for all we know, that could be them. That could be a member of the rest of the roster that gets on Bad Brad's side. Bad side, sorry. Oh, I certainly understand what you're saying here. You know, the one thing that Bad Brad has been championing, championing, and he said this since, you know, he said this also in our sit-down. He said he's going to be a man who gives out opportunity. He said no longer will the Austin Lanes or the uh, Seth Savers or the Cataclysms of the world automatically get a free pass. You're going to have to earn your opportunity but he is a man of opportunity. You got to wonder, though, how much opportunity is he going to spread around here in the ASWF as the co-commissioner of the ASW, or as the, excuse me, no longer the co-commissioner. He'd be the full commissioner of the ASWF. You got to wonder what that's going to look like and, you know, how many people's lives and careers will be affected not only from the wrestling perspective, but right up through the front office. You know, I sit down every Wednesday night at the board of directors meeting and I, I watch this thing. I'm worried about, you know what I've seen bad Brad. I've seen bad Brad sit there and constantly give the ASWF champion Mark Wolf the night off instead of, making him defend the ASWF championship against his number one rated challenger, Steve-O. This has been something going on for dragging out for a month and a half almost now. And, you know, it looks like no end of sight with this day. Well, I mean, for all we know, uh, should, should Bad Brad's team win? I mean, like you said, we're we're not going to see the world title be defended. However, uh, Bad Brad, he's kind of a mix of new school and old school back in the the old uh, territory days where uh, titles were defended against worthy opponents. And I'm thinking he may just – there's a time and a place for everything, and I think he may have a a good time and place in his head, but that's also his A – up his sleeve and he's wanting to hold it out on the fans as far as the extra opportunities he's been or he's going to give out goes uh that could be another story because that could be one of those instances where um you know you can promise everybody the same thing then what happens that's going to create a a, a, create a competitive environment which in this business is what we need but how many people is he going to promise uh, championship title shots to and won't be able to deliver because he's promised so-and-so a shot before that person or before that? So he's got to be careful not to promise himself into a corner. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I can guarantee you with all the promises he's making of the ASWF becoming a land full of opportunity, his his, his door is going to be busy getting knocked on for uh, the first little bit. Should he become the full-time commissioner, everybody's going to want a shot at everything. So he's going to have to, you know, be able to juggle a lot of challengers for the ASWF championships that are currently active. 
And that's the thing, you know, you mentioned the ace in the hole, and Bad Brad's been big about how he's had this ace in the hole, and he's going to he's gonna make sure that this ace in the hole. Well, I, you got to think, uh, he's got to be talking about the guy who's been his ace in the hole for years, or excuse me, months and months now, and that being the ASWF champion, Mark Wolf. and I got to give it to him. I mean... He told us he sat here last Thursday and he promised us that Mark Wolf wasn't the what wasn't on Team Bad Brad. He he fooled us all, and I mean I I, I got to give it to him. He he had me fooled. I did not think that that was going to be something that occurred. And you know what a bigger way to make an impact than driving Double J through that table at the contract signing. Well, this is where I would use – this is something I would use as a learning opportunity if I were Double J. Now, I'm just a fan, but even last week when I had called in, I had asked Bad Brad, I go, for what we know, you could be pulling the wool over our eyes right in front of us, and that he did. So now Double J is going to have to uh, find a way to counter that and do something about it. Now, depending on how he's feeling and recovering, you know, it's going to take a lot because the wool he just pulled over our eyes was thick, and we didn't see it coming. And that, and in doing so, it's caused out an all-out war in the ASWF locker room. Absolutely it did, and I mean, that's exactly what the name of the game is on July 28th. It will be war coming into Fight for Freedom on July 28th. That That's the name of the game in this six-man tag, because it is. It's a war. It's a fight between two heads of state, so to speak. You've got the so-called Mr. 99% Bab Brad and the other co-commissioner, Joey Britt, and one of them's going to be left to reign supreme. This is going to be the coronation of one of these gentlemen as the only commissioner and the only power left in the ASWF. And, I, I mean, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in this six-man tag. I mean, it evenly matched a pretty good description for what we've got here. You know, you've got Will Cage and Hypnotic. We got Will Cage and Hypnotic against Max Stone and AD Sky. And then you also have Hypnotic team pairing off against the ASWF champion. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to see what happens in this virtually identical matchup. Well, I mean look at the Manai. You've got three maniacal specimen on one side. They are, they are aggressive, and that's one thing they're going to use to their advantage. And as we saw this past week during his match with Ray Ray, one thing about Cataclysm is when the time comes, he can fly. I mean, I was impressed seeing that suicide dive. And, I mean, that's something guys like Max and AD got to watch out for because Cataclysm is a big man over six feet, so he can cover a lot of territory and take out multiple men with the suicide dive like that. Where where we have the youth 
and the speed and the experience are all combined with Team Bad Brad. We have three guys that are that are crazy. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but they will do whatever it takes to win a match. And we've seen Cataclysm get thrown on barbed wire and tacks. I mean, there's you can't keep this guy down. So there, there. If going into this match, Team Bad Brad, that's got to be their one, their focus. But then again, you have Will Cage, who is very, very technical in the ring. And then you have Hypnotic, the, the golden ticket holder himself. And this guy enjoys pain. I, I've watched him have his face bashed into the turnbuckles, and he comes back clapping his hands. And that's a sign of insanity. And I mean that with all due respect. I don't understand uh, how, you would, how you would call somebody insane respectfully, but that's going to play a huge factor is what – how can you hurt a guy that enjoys pain? Uh, you're absolutely right. And you know, something interesting also came now to my sit down interview with the uh, co commissioner, Bad Brad, was the fact that he said what's going to happen on July 28th should Team Joey Britt, Team Infamous One, Team ASWF, whatever you want to call it, become victorious. You got to keep, and Mark Wolf's got to keep this really in the back of his mind. Hypnotic's got that golden ticket. What's going to happen right there? You never know. There's so many factors of what could, there could literally be a paradigm shifting moment in the ASWF on July 28th, should everything fall into place completely. Oh, absolutely. Um, some people would say if it happens, it happens. But for all we know, Mark Wolf could be getting his just desserts. And what he did to Double J, that could have taken everything away from Double J had he not have been able to walk again. So the thing is, is we all know that world title is everything to Mark Wolf. And should turnabout be fair play in this situation, if Mark Wolf's left laying, all hypnotic has to do is hand in that briefcase to a ref and ring that bell, and it could be all over. Absolutely, and that's the thing. Literally, as much as I just mentioned that the whole foundation of the ASWF could shift towards Bad Brad and the dark side, so to speak, on July 28th, we could see it shift the opposite direction. And Team Bad Brad could walk out with nothing. And Bad Brad could basically be back to the poorhouse in the ASWF should he choose to lose. This is something these could not be higher, not only for the commissionership, but for the ASWF moving forward as a company and as a brand, the stakes could not be higher. I do not believe that there has ever been a matchup with this much implication in ASWF 20 years in the wrestling business. Um, that, uh, you're right. This is a very high-stakes match for all we know. Hypnotic could walk out with the world title. Max and AD, they could walk out with the tag team titles. 
But what's that going to leave uh, for Bad Brad? For all we know, Joey Britt, should his team win, he could reward Cataclysm and Will K just shot at the tag titles. And he has the power to do so. Yes, I mean, should he win full control of the commissionership, Joey Britt could single-handedly change things as we know it in the ASWS. Um, I mean... You know... Go ahead. Oh. um, No, you go ahead. I was just about to say, speak of the devil and he shall appear, ladies and gentlemen, the co-commissioner of the ASWF, uh, Joey Britt, is now on the line coming on Aftermath to speak with us just a mere less than a month before... ASWF Fight for Freedom in what can be only described as the biggest night in his commissionership. We have the mania. He's not going to win. Joey? Yes. Go ahead. We have the mania. He's not going to win. The Manai Commissioner Britt, uh, but you, you can call it I mania. Mean, oh. You can call it Manai. You can call it mania. You can call it Manai. You can call it whatever you want. But we have them, and he's not going to win. Well, Joey, I, you make a good point. I mean, a lot of the so-called experts are picking you guys as the favorite. You know, tell me though, looking at it from a commissioner standpoint. How impressed you were seemingly at the well-oiled machine that was Team Bad Brad and what they executed last Saturday night. I've seen two greenhorns that, that's got a lot to learn and one prospect. And they're going to step into the ring with the Manai. They're not ready for the Manai. So uh, that's Brad better enjoy carrying that title around for the next couple of weeks because in a couple of weeks that title is gone. We might let him go back to the announce table. Uh, well, given everything going on in the uh, and the war that's going on between. Um, you gentlemen, or all of you, between Double J and Joey Britt and Bad Brad, the war between all of you. Why would you? Why would you want to keep him around after the stuff he's done to you? Haven't you ever heard the, heard the old saying, "Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer"? Absolutely. ASWF needs some good security. It needs a damn good janitor. Brad could qualify for those. I've seen what he can do at the bowling alley. He's a pretty good maintenance man. Well, and what's the other old saying? Be careful who you make fun of. You may end up working for him, and that could be the case uh, after Fight for Freedom. Did you really just say that? (laughs) 
Yes, sir. But that that is a that's a a two way comment. It could work either way. Who am I speaking with? Um, this is our new uh, co. Uh, this is our new uh, co-host, uh, Cody Joey. I didn't think that was Michael Carnahan. I was fixing to ask you, did Ray slap your ear a little too hard this past Saturday not for you to say something like that to me? I've been ASWF commissioner now for almost four years running, and four years from now, I'm still going to be ASWF commissioner. It's as simple as that. I mean, (laughs) Joey, let's take a look as right before you called in, we – we're looking and examining them at just how much is on the line. Not only Look at the, the commissionership. Look at the stats. Look at the stats. Look at the stats of the Manai over the last two years. Look at the stats of those guys. Single them out, look at their stats. And look at the stats of Brad's three guys. One of them hasn't even been wrestling, what, a year? The other one maybe two? Right or wrong? Do That's you right. really think they have? You're right. You're right. I, um, I mean, you're absolutely over. right. The experience is to ring with the big boys. Training's over. I mean, you got one running around the arena with a daggum bottle of baby oil. God knows what he's going to do with that. And, and then, and then Max Stone, Max Stone, he's been so close how many times? But he has. Has he ever? Went that way? Has he ever went that far? No. How many times has Cataclysm been champion? How many belts have Cataclysm held in ASWF and surrounding venues? Do we know? There's your stats, guys. Read those Uh, stats. Countless. Um, I mean, I got to give it to you on that one. Um, I mean, do you guys, either one of you guys want to step into the ring with Hypnotic? Uh, all due respect, the no, no way. Side and he makes me nervous. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. That guy definitely scares the bejesus out of me. Same here. I mean, and I don't enjoy pain like he does. So, I mean, you know, I try to stay as far away from him as possible it, uh, anyway. Those guys eat, sleep, and breathe pain all day long. That's what they get up for in the morning is for pain. He goes to bed for pain. I heard hypnotic sleeps on a bed of freaking nails. You really want to get – you think either one of those guys really want to get in the ring with them? No. Brad must have paid them a hell of a lot to even want to team up with him, let alone step into the ring with them. <laughs> um, I, I, I agree. And the, the thing is, is – Max Stone and AD Sky, I will say they have the the quickness advantage. So the one thing they can use to their advantage is their quickness. Yeah, and the way they ago, want... I was quick too. Twenty years ago, I was fast too. I'm older, I'm slower, but I'm smarter. We're talking about veterans here. Those guys are getting into the ring with veterans. Um, with all due respect. Uh, Mr. Britt, they also got in the ring, the same two gentlemen we're talking about also got in the ring with one of the greatest tag teams in the uh, in the Mid-South area in Lethal Injection, and they still were able to pull one over on them. How do yeah, you think that would come into play? You talk, 
you talk about old sayings, don't you? Even the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. That's a first for me, sir. That's a first for you. How that is a very first time. That's a very first time for me to hear that saying. How old are you? I am uh, 27. You got a lot of firsts coming in your future, son. I hope so. Hope they're all good ones too. Um. So w- while I have you on here, do you have any big plans? Should your team? Uh, when at Fight for Freedom, you got any big plans that's going to uh, change ASWF now that you won't, you wouldn't have a uh, co-commissioner standing in the way? Do you really think the bad brother, that Brad bothers me? Do you really think that I wake up on a daily basis worrying about Brad being over there in my way? Brad's not in my way. Brad's just someone with a title at the moment. You know, there's a fancy way of doing things. You know, you're young, so I'm going to teach you something else here. You ever heard of a janitor? Yes, sir. You ever heard of a logistics manager? Yes, sir. Do you know what a logistics manager is? Um, Basically, it's the uh, manager. If you were going to end the technical terms, it would be a, be a plant manager. They keep up with... Everything from the cost of uh, of product. Wrong. Wrong. Logistics manager is a fancy title for a janitor. At the end of the day, he's still going to be Brad or Bad Brad, whatever you guys want to call him. Snaggletooth Brad. I mean, hypocritical Brad. Walk with a gimp Brad. Ass up over shoulders Brad. Whatever you want to call the guy. He's still Brad. Brad doesn't phase me. Brad doesn't intimidate me. Brad has done nothing for the ASWS. Nothing. The best thing that Brad could have done was let Double J go. That's the best thing Brad could have done. Because look where Double J is now. Yeah. And after after the attack we've seen, uh, we're just uh, we're hoping for a real speedy recovery. Uh, we're just glad to hear that uh, he's up and walking from. Uh, yeah, I talked from to Double J this, this morning. He's doing just fine. So, do you do you think there's a chance we may end up seeing him get his hands or getting his redemption on uh, Bad Brad, per se? Time will tell, won't it, youngin'? Well, Commissioner Britt, I believe uh, you've got some work to do going forward to July 28th. We're going to go ahead and let you go. But before I do let you go, I do have to ask, you know, with the uh, we were just talking about a paradigm shift within the ASWF and the fallout that could be from July 28th. You know, what you're playing day one as the as having full control of the ASWF. Oh, 
You know Michael Carnahan? The only thing that's for sure is nothing for sure. Well, that's certainly true. That's certainly true, ladies and gentlemen. That was the co-commissioner of the ASWF, and that title could be, you know, uh, done away with July 28th, and we could see full commissionership for Joey Britt after July 28th and ASWF Fight for Freedom. But, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we mentioned him a second ago. You've all been praying for him. You've all been worried about him. Ladies and gentlemen, the infamous one now joins us here in the Subhomes Vapor Studios on the Subhomes Vapors Hotline. Double J, how are you doing today? Well, Michael, it's it's been on a, a road of recovery since Saturday. Uh, sitting here trying to talk on the phone. Is, uh, like I said, I've, I have made contact with Joey Britt. I am physically had to go... Uh, uh, outpatient uh, this week and uh, make sure that my I can be able to still walk real well. You know, I had uh, Monday was really hard, really painful. Um, I don't want to give, uh, like I said, uh, too much. I want to address the fans myself uh, come Saturday. Uh, it was very painful. Um, the, the, the low life of uh, Scumbag himself, I mean, had to stoop that low. I mean, I've always face spread face to face about problems. I've always came at him head on. I mean, he can make his videos, he can make his jokes, he can bring whatever. Um, this uh, hold, 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 I got I got some business. I got to take him home this minute. Well, well, the uh, that being one said. Go for it. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Sorry. Say, uh, like infamous one said there, obviously he's got some business to take care of. But the thing is, with the road to recovery, he's going to give us an update, as he alluded to, in the uh, ring this Saturday night. So you, everybody, everybody wants to come there at Highway 201, Highway 367 North there in Tuckerman, Arkansas, and pack out the arena and show your support as what's going to be the final <laughs> – show before what could shake the ASWS to its very core on July 28th. I I mean, he definitely, though, sounds optimistic, and it sounds like he could be getting some good news from the doctors here shortly. Well, we can only hope in situations like this, sometimes it's all you can do uh, to be optimistic. Uh, speaking of uh, optimistic, I would like to uh, to express a, a, a debt of gratitude and a thank you for Commissioner Joey Britt coming on and uh, speaking with us and, and schooling me a little bit. Uh, but we can only hope that Double J, um, you know, he, he hits full recovery and just take it by the day, brother. Absolutely. We definitely want to wish him the best of recoveries heading into July 28th and ASWF fight for freedom because we're going to need him for, you know, we're going to need him as much as he needs us. We're going to need him as well. They're getting these guys ready for what will be the biggest battle of every individual involved and every superstar, even in the back, 
involvement in the ASWF. I mean, this thing, I cannot stress enough how important July 28th will be. It will go down as the most important night in ASWF's history. And literally everything can change on a dime. But while we're waiting on the infamous one to uh, be able to come back in, I do want to... Um, I do want to go ahead and ask you about Ray Ray uh, and his situation and what's going on. Obviously, Ray's scheduled to be with us in the upcoming second hour for a little bit. But uh, I, I want to ask you your thoughts on this situation between Ray and Asa Morda. Well, it, it started out at, well, it started out as an open challenge, is, is a blood feud. I mean, Ray Ray has attacked this this lady, and I wouldn't even call her a lady, this monster, and I mean that with all due respect, because she can go. And that's where I am where I can throw in a, a, a PSA saying no matter the gender, if, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. And she did exactly that and won the Evolution title from Ray Ray, and he's been out for blood ever since. Uh, speaking of the Suicide King himself, We've seen him face off against every member of the Manai. We've seen him face off against Wilch Cage in one of the hardest-hitting matches I've ever seen. We've seen him uh, face off against Cataclysm multiple times, as well as Ace Morta. Uh, one we have not seen him take on yet is, uh, is the fractured one, the Mr. Golden Ticket himself, Hypnotic. Do you think there may be a chance we get to see these two worlds collide? I know you're an insider, Michael. So, uh, any, or even the fans, would you like to see uh, Ray Ray face off against the fractured one? Well, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because we actually did get word Last night at the board of directors meeting, it was made official. Both commissioners agreed on it that it needed to happen. Uh, Ray Ray will take on Hypnotic this Saturday night, the ASWF in the Valiant Arena. So, I mean, once again, another big-time matchup announced with implications for July 28th. What happens if Ray Ray injures Hypnotic? I mean, all sorts of big implications in this matchup. I mean, for all we know, who's to say Bad Brad couldn't step in? And if Ray Ray injured Hypnotic, Bad Brad said, well, now that we know Hypnotic can't compete, here's your golden ticket. What would happen if we ended up having not only a golden ticket holder, but an evolution champion uh, come the 28th. I mean, anything's possible in this business. And that could be a first, and that could be, he could be a simultaneous title holder for all we know. Um, But this war between Ray Ray and the Manai, it's gotten just as serious as the war between, between Bad Brad and the infamous one double J. And the way... It's going. I mean, it's a it's a blood feud, and it won't stop until one of them cannot get up anymore. And that that's what concerns me, because as much as I love a good wrestling show, you've got the Suicide King facing off against a member of the Manai. 
both of these people have disregards, have no, no care in the world for their well-being or any other's well-being. They just want to get the win, and they just want to hurt each other. Absolutely. I mean, that would be crazy to see something like that happen, but it wouldn't be beyond Bad Brad to do something, you know, a little fishy like that, causing uh, some drama heading into July 28th. And speaking of the self-proclaimed Mr. 99%, I noticed the number here on the hotline, the Subhome Vapor Studios hotline. The co-commissioner, Bad Brad, now coming in, I guess he wants to retort to what the other co-commissioner, Joey Britt, said earlier. Bad Brad, do we have you? Can you hear us? Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me right now. I'm sitting in an airport just outside of uh, New York. I will be flying back in here shortly. I had to take care of some business. Uh, Yeah, you know, I want to say one thing real quick. You know, for the first time, I think, ever in the history of ASWF since I've been there, and that's only been a short period of time, Joey Britt actually told the truth. Because in one way or another, on July 28th, I will be a janitor. Whether it be under the guidance of... (laughs) Well, let's just go ahead and say, the only time you'll see me be a janitor is when I clean up the ASWF and I get rid of both Gerald Jones and Joey Britt. You can guarantee that's going to happen. That 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 is that's very bold talk, and it, and you sound very confident in your team, as we discussed earlier. Uh, your team, we're having a a first time team up, not not with Max Stone and Ad Sky, but with those two and Mark Wolf. Uh, you sound confident, that, especially since they're going up against a team like the Manai. Well, let me tell you something, Cody. Let me let me let me give you a, a little history on what I do. I put together winners. I put together guys that are successful. And whether you want to give some credit to Gerald Jones or whatever, you didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. Anything that I touch turns to gold. You know, I I love it. I love the fact that Joey Britt comes on here and he talks about the Manai, the Mania, whatever he wants to, to call them and how he is so confident they're going to win. And that's the thing about it. Does he really know what's in store on July 28th? Absolutely not. You see, we know what the Manai is capable of. We know what they can do. We've seen it time in and time out. But you don't know what A.D. Sky, Max Stone, and Mark Wolf are going to do. And I take exception to Michael Carnahan calling Mark Wolf the captain. There is no captain on this team. I assembled three equal parts to a moving machine a machine that's going to run over the Manai, and in the process, it's going to take out Jerry and and, uh, Joey. Jerry, Gerald, whatever they are. I don't even have respect enough to call him by his name. I might as well call him Jerry, Gerald, because he's gone. This machine is going to run smooth over him, and you can bet your ass that's going to happen. And by the way, Just for the record, you're going to take the word of a commissioner who can boldly lie to your face about logistics manager, a person that oversees the distribution and storage of products in a warehouse. (laughs) 
See, that's what they've been doing this whole time, and that's what I've been preaching about and preaching about, but nobody wants to listen because they have this uh, hatred for me, is that you are being fed lies. You are being pumped full of fake news, and what else would you expect from a bunch of conservative, racist bigots like you find in the ASWF management? They're Trump supporters. Why Why would they not spread it? They hate me. And they're going to tell you whatever they want you to know and whatever they want you to think and how they want you to move and react. I think on the fly. I think outside the box. And that's why I have the upper hand. Well, well Brad, one thing um, one thing I want to ask you about is the fact that, you know, we mentioned it earlier. I know you uh, said you've been listening. What is your thoughts on this, you know, paradigm-altering scenario where you can walk out on July 28th, not only with the full commissionership, but you could literally hold all the power in the ASWF short of the evolution title – that is the only thing you cannot attain, but you can literally hold the tag team titles, the ASWF championship, and 99% control in your camp come July 28th as the final bell. Thank you for clarifying the seriousness of what we're venturing into. I had no idea. I, I did not know that. Michael Carnahan, you've known me for a good five or six years, and we ventured into this business together over at Talk Radio 49 doing the ASWF Saturday nights. And if you don't think that I'm ready and you don't think that I'm prepared and you haven't seen what I've been able to do and the things that I do and how things take off when I get a hold of them, the fact that you have so a so-called – confidence in these bookmakers, these odds makers, whatever you want to call them that, that have the manai, it's just head and shoulders above everybody else. It's absolutely insane. This is wrestling, guys. This isn't the NBA. This isn't Golden State versus Cleveland. This is wrestling. Anything and everything can happen. It's the ASWF, and if you've forgotten that, then maybe you need to go somewhere else. Because I'm going to tell you right now, whatever I have to do, whatever it takes, if I have to put my body on the line, if I have to put my personal health and safety on the line, I will come out on top. Mark Wolf, A.D. Sky, and Max Stone will come out on top. And unfortunately, when I revamp the program, the system the machine at ASWF, the fans will come out on top. And before long, they'll be chanting my name as if I'm the glorious savior, because I am. Um, with, with that being said, Bad Brad, uh, talk about your team winning. Will there be a reward for your team if they win individually? And with that being said, you've got to think, they, they, they won the match, they gave they helped you get what you want and that was ninety nine percent control of ASWF. What do you think? Uh are you going to uh are you gonna reward them for uh winning uh your position for you?
Brad? Um, um, I, I, well, I think uh, that I think he he's at an airport. They're, they're, they usually keep the uh, cell phone reception bad in those places anyway. It yeah, yeah something to do with the plane. Commissioner may have dropped off. But with with that being said, uh, actually the infamous one just popped back up. We're gonna go back to him. With that being said, and uh, see if we've got him back. Uh, infamous one, are you with us? Yeah, I'm. I'm here, Michael. Um, what I was saying, I kind of, I got, I got bad reception where I'm at right now. Uh, here appeared uh, real, I mean, uh, you know, rehabilitation center, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, the recovery. Uh, just going back to Saturday night. Uh, well, I watched this footage over and over, slow mo it, slowed it down, watching, calculating. I counted one. Two, three, counting Brad four. I did not know what got into Joey. I think Joey's just about had enough of Brad, and I I don't uh, condone his uh, his actions being fed up with Brad. But what caught me off guard is the 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 uh, cowardless uh, act of bringing in two guys, two wrestlers, you so called their future going to be tag team champions, AD Sky. Max Stone, um, cornering Joey in the corner, then the low blow coming from Brad having, which I didn't even not know he's behind me, Mark Wolf. What a coward, low down piece of crap he is, ASWF champion, to come in and pick on <coughs> a non computer and put me through a table. And Michael, I can't describe to you when uh, you came to the aid up there. That was the most excruciating pain I ever felt in my entire career of ASWF. But I, I want to comment what Cody was uh, saying about retaliation. Cody, if you go back and do your history with me and the history uh, that Brad done these so-called videos about repeating itself, the history of ever defeating me has never been done. And he's talking about repeating the history in the past. He can talk all he wants to. He can, like I said, he can talk all his his trash. He can, you know, beef himself up. He can uh, put it in his mind that he's already won this, blah, blah, blah. There's been people. I'm not trying to get too excited. I know, doctor. I know. I know. Hold on. Let me say this. Uh, there's been people. Hold on just a minute. He wants to have a word with me, Mike. I'll be right back. And the infamous what? one, obviously, still having issues with his phone there in the rehabilitation center. But uh, the, the just as it, it seems like we're playing phone tag here, the uh, other co-commissioner is back now to address what you were asking. So go ahead, Cody, and ask the co-commissioner, Bad Brad, what you were going to. Well, uh, Bad Brad, with uh, with your team – um, with your team being assembled and everything, and then should they win, will they be rewarded in some form or fashion? Because they did help you attain 99% of the company should you win. So will they be rewarded? 
And if not, are you going to worry about suffering any backlash from your team should they not get what they want? Well, I see what you're doing there. You're trying to already uh, create a ripple in the fabric of what's to be presented on July 28th. And let me go ahead and put that to rest. That's not going to happen, number one, because I'm not going to um, have to reward anybody with anything. By the time the night is over, I'll have had 99% control of the ASWF. AD and Max Stone will be your tag team champions. And Max Stone will yet again be the ASWF heavyweight champion. And that's reward enough, I believe, because let me tell you something. They already know that that maybe the reward's already been presented. Maybe the opportunity is the reward. And we've seen that they were given that opportunity. And, you know, what goes on and what you see as far as greenhorns and newbies and all of this, that, and the other, as far as the mana goes, the unit that is the mana, as we know it today, the thing that's not being talked about is that what about Will Cage, Mr. Grammar himself, wants to get on Facebook and correct everybody's grammar, wants to talk about their literary skills and all of this. Well, he hasn't been a member of the Manai too long, so why all of a sudden am I being presented with questions of doubt and and this, that, and the other because I assembled a team? The Manai has not been together in the form that you see them today that long. But I guess it's only because there's this hatred towards me that that's being brought up. And that's fine. You don't have to elaborate on what I just said. I just want you to think on it. I want you to Uh, bandy it about. Let me tell you something. First of all, Cody, I'm the commissioner right now. Whether I am the commissioner on the 28th is yet to be seen. But do not interrupt me again. I'm going to tell you this right now. I've already told my guys. It's kind of like that movie, It. And Pennywise the Clown. See, the Manaya feeds off your fear. They feed off your fear. We don't have any fear of the Manaya because we know that we can take the head of the monster off, and that's cataclysm. Whose voice do you hear on the promos? Whose face do you see? That's right. I believe that if we expose the strength of the Manaya and we take the strength of Manai away, well, they might just fold away and crumble, and I won't. Well, speaking of folding away and crumble, uh, should should you come victorious, I'm trying to be fair here with all due respect, Bad Brad, should you be victorious, your team? What does that mean for the Manai? Because they were the ones that went against you. What What happens from there? I guess... I guess when uh, we reconvene in September, you'll just have to come out to the show and find out now, won't you? Absolutely. um, That's my Saturday nights, ASWF. When it's going, I'm there, and you can count on that, Bad Brad. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not going to sit here and give any bulletin board material or any chalkboard material material or any of that to the Manai. They don't need it. 
you know, my guys have a tall order ahead of them, just like the Manai has a tall order ahead of them. And you see, that's the thing about it is I understand that there is an opportunity in there for defeat. Any battle that you enter into has two options. You can win or you can lose. And I wouldn't say it's raging there, Cody. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something right now. Double J or Gerald or however you want to go by can say all he wants to. We know what happened at the Halloween show several years back when his boy Norman took me out. That's because Ricky Rowland had MFB and Casino Kid fired before there was ever an opportunity for that match to take place. And I was ambushed and blindsided by Joey Britt and Gerald Jones. So don't think that the other side of this coin is just squeaky, copper, shiny, clean. Come Saturday uh, night, July 7th, let me tell you something. I've got something to say out in the ring, and I will say it, and I will say it loudly because I am arrogant, I am conceited, and I am just an overall piece of trash. I promise you that. I am garbage. I am a scumbag. Cody, do not forget that. And in saying that, then I say that for this. I will do whatever it takes to achieve whatever I have my heart set on. Just remember that. I'm going to tell you right now, let me tell you this. I would slap my own mother if it meant I could take control of something. That's pretty Well, I I, I, I apologize. Uh, Go ahead, that that's pretty sick, Brad. But uh, you mentioned uh, you don't want to give the Manai any bulletin board material, so to speak. You don't want to give them any extra incentive to become victorious on July 28th. But just as I asked you in our sit down, that's going to be released later this week. I, I do have to ask: Was it not bulletin board material? For you to, you know, slam Jay through the table. Does the Manai really care if I put Double J through a table? Do they care? I mean, let's be honest. Are they out there just to have a good time? Or are are they out there to, to feel pain? Do they literally care what happens to Gerald? They've got the opportunity... To fight And with that being said I'm done with these questions And I'm going to sit back and listen And there better be a little bit more respect Being shown Yes sir Um, I apologize for any disrespect I may have shown you Uh, Trying to be a fair fan We're about to head to commercial break Here real quick We're going to come back with about the it's about a little over halfway through here, but we're going to come back with the second half of ASWF Aftermath for this week, including the Suicide King, the man who says, kill me before you beat me. He's going to be right on the other side of this break, ladies and gentlemen, right here live in the sub Vapor Studios. And last time he was here, ended up with a handprint on my face, so I'm going to try to be as respectful as possible. 
We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with more ASWF Aftermath. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at Sub Ohm Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub Ohm Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub Ohm Vapors. Vape it like you built it. Ladies and gentlemen, that, of course, the official theme song, July 28th, Fight for Freedom. And a man who is on his own personal fight for freedom from what uh, I guess can only be described as his own personal demons that have reared their head since losing the Evolution title. Ladies and gentlemen, the Suicide King is now my guest here in the Subhome Vapor Studios. Ray, I mean, the obvious first question is, what is your, and no disrespect, I I see it, no disrespect, I promise, what is your obsession with Asa Morta? Have an obsession with Asa Morta. I, my obsession is with the evolution, my evolution title that she wrongly possesses. Well, right. I mean, in talking with a lot of a lot of people that are from your past, you know, looking at you know Idol Bane and talking with Vic Vicious and others that were in NBC with you, they say they echo what I say. You've become a completely different person since losing that Evolution title. You go back and watch the match where she quote unquote beat me. I didn't lose my title to Ace Morta. 
I lost my title to Asa Morta and Insane Shane because the deck was stacked against me thanks to your quote-unquote Commissioner Joey Britt. He hated the fact that I was the Evolution Champion. He could not phantom me taking the Evolution division into the next le- up to the next level because you've seen what I am capable of in the ring. I am the savior of the X division. Well, I, I mean, Ray, you're right. You, you do take it to a whole nother level. You step up your game. But I know there's... I mean, you and Will, I mean, just going into it, you and Will Cage, the unhinged Will Cage, y'all just absolutely, like two heavyweight boxers just trading blows center of the ring, them forearms. I think my jaw hurt at the end of that matchup. And, I, I mean, what's the plan? How do we end this, Ray? What is the end game in all of this? First and foremost... Are you trying to make me look stupid by you saying X Division first? Mm, no, sir. No, sir. Uh, what's What's next going forward? I will stop at nothing to regain my evolution, not X Division, Michael, evolution division belt. You think the match against Will Cage was hard-hitting? You think the match against Cataclysm was something? You haven't seen nothing yet. When I step in the ring this weekend against Hypnotic, you think, you know, his mask has got them little designs on it that looks like you're going into a whirlwind? When I get done with him, he'll be walking in a whirlwind because I'm going to knock his ass out. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess the interview's over. The Suicide King just unceremoniously gets up and walks out. Cody, I mean, I was hoping to allow you to speak with the Suicide King, but he didn't give you a chance. What are your thoughts, though, on what he just said? Well, that could be that could play a big factor because he's going to have to – you're going to have to kill him before you beat him. And this guy has been known all around the South to put his body on the line. Now, he could use that, and that could play a big factor in in the main event for July 28th. If he takes out Hypnotic, he just took out one-third of, uh, of uh, Team Double J, Team Infamous One, Team Brit, Team ASWF. Um with, with that being said, um, I was I was hoping to get a little more out, out of Ray and, and speak with him, his thoughts. He, he's a busy guy. He's got preparations to do. And, I mean, who wouldn't? You, you're facing off against any member of the Manai, so you have to mentally, uh, mentally prepare. But he's at his breaking point. I I can honestly say he's at his breaking point. Seeing him, uh, I mean, even him and Asa Morta this last weekend, 
fighting out in the stands and then fighting back to the concessions, they fought all over that arena. And that wasn't even a match. That's just a preview of what's to come. Oh, I, I mean, I, I can't wait. But, I mean, now I'm... What? And here he comes back. I don't know if this is how... It's something about Brad. I can't hear you. You've got to speak, Ray. I got a message on my phone from Brad Hicks. He wants to talk for a second. Michael, you keep your mouth shut. Cody... Do what you do best and stick some food in your mouth for a second. Brad, go ahead. Ray, first and foremost, let me say thank you for your service to this business. Congratulations on your Icon Award, your Hall of Fame uh, entrance a year ago. Of course, your Icon Award this year. I want to tell you something. You made my absolute day, my year, and my life when you put your hands on that woman. Hey, Samorta, that would be the crowning achievement in my uh, fanship at SWF is to watch you absolutely destroy her face with your fist. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for doing that. Well, Brad, you're more than welcome. I mean, I will give her props. She is probably the baddest woman I've ever come across. But there's one little thing. She's not as bad as I am. I mean, I'm just going to lay it out there. You got Michael Banana Hand over here. You know, he's sitting there saying, you know, I'm not the same person that I was when he first met me. I mean, the simple truth is, do you ever really meet the real person when you first meet somebody? The second point is, like I told him, y'all haven't seen anything yet. I will take it to any means necessary to get my belt back, and I will. I am willing to end my own career to regain my evolution title. And just like that, both people walking out of the studio here in the Trouble Vapor Studio. Cody, we're back. I guess we're allowed to talk again. The suicide team has walked out of the studio. But, I mean, he's right. I've never seen Ray like this, Cody, and it scares me because I know exactly what he's saying. He will end his own career if it means him walking out with the evolution title. Well, I, uh, I admire the, uh, the, uh, the respect and the effort and what he's willing to do to get his evolution title back. Uh, let's just hope he doesn't end his career this soon because he has stated before he wants to make it a goal to become the only two time grand slam champion in ASWF. So let's hope he doesn't kill himself before that happens. I mean, um, that would definitely be the first two-time Grand Slam champion in ASWS history. And 
I mean, if anybody is able to do it, I mean, you got to give your props to the man. It would be him. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking anything away from him. This guy has a style like any other. He's He can fight a big man style, and he's not a big man himself. And um, I'm just looking forward to seeing him and Hypnotic in action Saturday. I'm, willing, I'm looking forward to seeing him and Asa Morta face off again because every match they have faced off has not disappointed at all. Okay, well, Cody, uh, which, and, and I guess we're being held hostage here, but the, the Suicide King's back, and I guess Brad has one more thing, and then he actually said he's going to give you time to ask him some questions after this, so... I guess we got to bring the co-commissioner back on. Uh, Brad, I, I guess you had one more thing for Ray? No, no, I have something for you, Michael. Uh, I, I wish the Suicide King, I wish Ray all the best moving forward, and I don't have to do that. I don't think I even have to do that because we already know that it's uh, kill me before you uh, beat me. But anyway, what I wanted to – to do is I wanted to, well, first of all, I got to tell you this real quick story. So they called the the, the first-class passengers, you know, to board, right? This old lady, she's probably 92 years old. She's in her wheelchair. And, like, literally, dude, I just took her and I pushed her down the other aisle, and I kept on going to get to my seat. That was great. Oh. But anyway, You're uh, what I wanted to say, um, it was so awesome. It was great. Kind of reminded me of Danny Jocelyn. But um, what I wanted to say was is that I'm going to go ahead and, and, and you've got we did our we did our segment. Let's put our little segment on hold. Let's do this. When I get into town, I will civilly show up at the studio, and I will sit across from the one and only Gerald Jones, and I will allow for a peaceful. Non-hostile mat time with Michael Carnahan, one-on-one with the infamous one, or Gerald Jones, or Big Boy, or Buffet Bandit, or whatever you want to call him, I will grant my time and my presence within, in front of him, should you choose to, your first show, mat time with Michael Carnahan on the ASWF YouTube channel. To be that, if you would like. Well, I mean that's some big news, and I mean we've got to talk with the infamous one and make sure you know. Obviously, we got to coordinate it with his people and make sure. Obviously, the guy's got some uh, got some therapy and things thanks to you, and that sickens me with all due respect. But yes, hey, huh, let me tell you something. Though. Love to- You've got to see this. I've, I've got. I have got. I mean, I took a video. You know that little the tunnel that you go down to get on your airplane? I told right. her, I was like, yes, ma'am, let me help you. And I took her over. She may be going to, like, Europe or something. Who knows? Granny's not coming home, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for sure. You're terrible. But with that being said, we'll start, we'll start working with the infamous one's people. And we'll make this sit-down happen between the three of us. But with that being said, Cody, you're on the air with the Suicide King, Ray Ray. Uh, 
he said it's open. You can ask him whatever you want. Nothing's off limits. Um. Well, uh, Ray Ray uh, is is that still the goal? Is after you get your Evolution title back, are you one and done with the Manai, or are you are you planning on taking them out one by one, or are you going to do what you said you were going to do and start chasing after? the other ASWF championships and becoming a two-time, the first ever two-time ASWF Grand Slam champion. Once I get done with Asa and taking my evolution title back, I'm done with her. I mean, I have nothing left for her. She's not on my level. I said I will become your first ever two-time Grand Slam champion. Well, uh, with that being said, though, you do have that wild card and uh, the golden ticket holder, Hypnotic. Um, I mean, are you – I don't want you to just show show your, show your the deck or the hand you're playing with, but how how is that going to factor into your plans? He will not be a factor because if you refer to back what I said a while ago, when I'm done with him Saturday, he may not even make it to – July 28th. Well, um, I, I had a random fan emailed me that was afraid to speak on the phone, and, and their question was, how, do, how does it feel that you had to lower your standards to beat on a woman that has beat you several times? Uh, the fan asked it's to not, remain anonymous. Just your it wasn't me. Now. But you're the stupid idiot that asked. It's not me lowering my standards. She put herself in a man's world, and she put herself in my world when she decided to step up and take the open challenge. I mean, just because she's manlier than half the guys in the locker room doesn't mean anything. I've talked to your wife. She's manlier than you are. Well, I mean, uh, that that's your opinion, um, I, uh, with that being said, though, what, what are you, what are you going to do about hypnotic? I mean, he's still the golden ticket holder for all we know, you may win your title and he may show up out of nowhere and cash in and take it from you again. Then what do you, he's not that you go stupid. after other he's titles not from that here? Stupid. He's got to deal with bad Brad. He's too concentrated on bad Brad. I mean, even if he did try, he's going to be dizzy and he's going to run in circles you know what Michael uh, what go ahead chunky drawers oh uh, no I was going to I was going to ask Michael if he had any comments well actually I do Ray I, you mentioned you know as soon as you win the evolution title you're done you're moving on but there's something, I mean, maybe you're not forgetting, maybe you are, I don't know, as far as you guys are going back and forth in the negotiations and stuff, what about a rematch clause? She doesn't get one. Hey. She doesn't get a rematch? Nope. That's it. As far as, I, like I said, as far as I'm concerned, when I beat her, I'm done. With the Manai, I'm moving on to conquering 
my next goal, which is to become the one and only two-time Grand Slam champion. That's definitely going to be an aggressive goal to watch you try to attain going forward. But, I mean, he does make a good point. There's always the lurking, you know, you've always got to be watching your back with Hypnotic and that golden ticket briefcase. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Cody props. He's right. You do have to watch yourself. You know, it's not just the ASWF championship, as we alluded to earlier. It could be your Evolution title. It could be the tag team championship. That 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 golden ticket is literally a championship sitting in your hands. A lot of people believe. Well, after this Saturday. When me and Hypnotic go one on one, not only is he going when I leave the ring, he's going to be knocked out, laying flat of his back. When he comes to, he will really reconsider if he even is considering cashing in on me. If I win, he's going to reconsider ever stepping foot back in the ring with me, because like you said earlier, and like you said earlier, Cody. I'm not the same person that y'all first met. I am. You take the old suicide king and you multiply it by 100. That's the version you're going to get. And, you know, that's a very, very dangerous competitor. And once again, we want to thank Ray for coming back on and uh, speaking with us, but ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, we got about 30 minutes left here on the broadcast. I mean, looking forward, you've got to think about July 28th, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to think about the ASWF and the fight for freedom. But not only that, the rumble for freedom. A lot of people are forgetting about this. This was the this is a matchup where the winner will get a title shot at any time. Will automatically become the number one contender for the ASWF championship. And uh, Cody, once again, another one of the big time announcements we're here to make here on ASWF. This Saturday night, there will be a multi-man matchup where the winner of this multi-man matchup, and we're not ready to release the competitors, you're going to have to be there Saturday night at the Valiant Arena, 201 Highway 367 North at 7 p.m. when we kick things off to find out who's going to be in there. We will find out who will win the right to be the last entrant into that ASWF uh, rumble for freedom And Cody I mean we all know How big a deal it is man in these Rumbles you know It's going to be great to see What happens in the action Going forward but I mean All important momentum at stake This Saturday night in the Valiant Arena Well I mean the final Entrant that's the uh, That changes everything They've, They're the fresh man they've got The advantage um, and I mean, if if the winner of this match gets to be number one contender, what what does that mean for Stevo? Because he, he is right as right 
of right now, he is still the number one contender. Could we end up seeing a possible triple threat match for the world title? Uh, that that's one of those things that's it's really in question uh, because I mean you can't have two number one contenders. You can, but you can make it a triple threat, and that's the only way I would see having two number one contenders make sense. From a business standpoint, now I'm not in the business. I'm just merely a fan. Um, so, what are your thoughts on uh, having uh, two potential number one contenders, Michael? Well, I mean that's a very good point, and you know we we keep mentioning it. Anything can happen inside of the ASWF. That's why they're the number one professional wrestling organization in the mid south because you can't predict what's going to happen. You don't know whatever's going to happen, and we're just going to have to see. We're just going to have to see what's going to happen moving forward after the uh, fight for freedom. You know, right now, just giving you, just giving you insight into what happens every every Wednesday night at the boardroom meetings. I mean, we're still at a stalemate. Brad is still. Even last night, we were sitting there talking. And Brad is still trying to give the champ every Saturday off that he can. So, I, I mean, I don't exactly know an answer to that as far as that goes or what ASWF management is thinking with this. But we will have uh, – we'll just have to see, Cody. Well, whatever it is, I'm pretty sure they'll put something exciting together for all these fans – that come out and spend their hard-earned money to to watch a, uh, in crude layman's terms, a kick-ass show. And so I, I'm I'm confident in management uh, decision, and uh, as a fan, I've got to stand by it. Absolutely, and I mean that's the thing is you know that's absolutely what every fan walks into the door of the Valiant Arena expecting is the absolute pinnacle in professional wrestling in this area, and that's absolutely what they get every single show they come to. They will get the best professional wrestling in the Mid-South. But, I, I mean, we're going to try this for the third time. I know he's having all sorts of trouble with his phone inside of the rehabilitation studio there um, at the hospital, but the infamous one is ready to come back in. Double J, are you with us? Let's hear from you. Yes, Michael. I'm here, Michael. I'm here. Um, I do apologize about all the difficulties in keeping, uh, you know, y'all going back and forth with me. I do apologize for tying up the lines tonight. Uh, I did leave it here. I, uh, the doctor did uh, did go ahead and fit me for a neck brace uh, for this weekend to make sure that nothing happens to me physically. Um well, uh, I guess what I was talking about, and I'm trying to jog my memory, is that uh, it took four guys, man. To, to, I mean, yeah, there's only one that put me through the table, but it took four to 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 get to get everyone else. It's whatever, man. You know, Brad, this is uh, so 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 try to be so cocky, so confident. I mean, about stuff. I mean, um, it's it's just that history is going to repeat itself. But you know, the pain that I felt, Michael, uh, this past Saturday night. Is not what's I mean what I what I endured, and uh, I I did hear from uh, 
some of my people that I talked to that uh, does the bookings and stuff like that for me, and uh, they did tell me that they did hear that Brad Brad wants to do a ring time, I guess, or whatever it is, uh, for, I guess, a show segment you're going to do, Matt, with Michael Carnahan. Uh, yes, sir. The doctor did advise my doctor did advise that uh, that I can do that, but uh, any physical contact whatsoever could cause anything wrong. I, he had explained to me over and over, anything severe could happen to me, could cause something bad to happen. I cannot be doing anything physical or anything like that. But I mean, I'm the infamous one. I, I'm not afraid of Brad. Never have been. Never will be. Um, yeah, I will explain more live in person. I've, I've already talked to Joey, and uh, we are going to uh, confront the fans and give a live update uh, more into this. Uh, I know i got a lot going on right now. Uh, the journey to 28, Brad, I want you to hear – you can call me names, belittle me. That's just childish how you are. Um, you just try to look good to make, make and tell lies. You tell your little one fan on book, your little girlfriend, whatever you want to do with her, and – and y'all go party it up, whatever, trying to get a pre-party going on. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, Michael. And uh, I got confirmation with the people that uh, take care of the Benai. Uh They're not very happy. I never have been happy with Brad. Uh, after the dust clears and after they, they take the chisel stone and Max Stone and do away and blow him like dust away, I mean, he is a good competitor. I mean, but they, they're, they're eternally going to hurt these guys. This is not a wrestling match. This is not going to be a wrestling match. Uh, me personally, I'm not going to sit on the phone. I'm not going to make derogatory threats because the lawsuit's still up in the air. Um, the thing is, though, before this year is up, or before I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it this way, it's not a promise. It's not. A, I mean, it is a promise. It's not a threat. Brad will feel the wrath of the infamous one more than he ever has with. He brings up Norman Mavrikov, full throttle, boss, whatever. Brad, you're three or four years in this business. Congratulations, what you've done. But I promise you, before 2019 hits, I promise you, me, Joey Britt, and Ricky Rowan, and the ASW fan base will stand tall to 28. And before this year's up, you'll be looking up at the lights once again, looking right at me. Michael, I'm not going to go any further with this. I appreciate you bringing me on for, you know, working with me. I got some more stuff I have to do here at the, you know, the center here I'm at. Um, and it's a long journey. It's going to be a long road. But the thing is, we're going to stay confident. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. And we're going to march on to this Saturday and in the 28th. We're going to raise the American flag high as ever been. And we're going to make sure that the freedom will be free. We will be you and everybody that's employed at ASWF will be free from the, uh, the we, 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 what you said earlier, uh, being hostage, so to speak, by the, uh, the trash-talking uh, commissioner that he calls himself Mr. 99%. We think of him as Mr. 99 cents because that's what he's worth. And he really ain't got no common sense, but, I mean, he tries to act like he does. But, Michael, thank you for having me on. I will be there Saturday night. Uh, I will be uh, there to see you and Cody. uh, Congratulations uh, for being coming on and being put in perspective as a fan. I appreciate everybody's support. I appreciate everybody's prayers. I appreciate everybody reaching out. Uh, the, the trials and tribulations I've been through is nothing compared to what's going to happen at the end of this year. I promise you that. Well, it was great hearing from the infamous one. Once again, thoughts and prayers, obviously, Cody going out. 
for that as he gets ready, you know, to make a relatively or at least attempt to make a relatively quick comeback being ready for, you know, the biggest night of not only his life, but everybody in the ASWF. Um, I mean, it's going to be a big night for everybody. And I mean, the 28th, it's, it can change the landscape. Um, I mean, we don't have a poll set up yet as a, uh, for other fans, but, uh, I, I would like to get the thoughts from, from not only double J, but, but the fans, do you think Mark Wolf's going to suffer any repercussions from his attack on double J? I understand the, uh, lawsuit is in the air, but they signed a contract that kind of signed away that lawsuit in general. Uh, so it wouldn't be from a legal standpoint, but by co-commissioner Joey Britt. Do you do you think that uh, Double J is kind of in the ear of Joey Britt to uh, to uh, make sure that uh, justice is served, or do you think, or uh, me seeing some of the decisions Joey Britt has made, do you think he'll make the right decision and at least uh, deliver some form of punishment to? Mark Wolf, or better yet, do you think the punishment is going to be uh, the quote-unquote beating that the Manai is going to put on Mark Wolf, Max Stone, and A.D. Sky? Well, I hate to speak for the co-commissioner Joey Britt at any time, but, you know, we, we have known Joey for about four years as the commissioner, and the man's always been fair. He's not a man to... Uh, retribution in his heart Uh, he always thinks things through very clearly he's not bad brad in that aspect you know bad brad obviously always retaliatory towards people and things like that whereas you know i I believe that the co-commissioner always thinks of the fans best interest and you know the aswf's best interest in their in his mind so it would be interesting to see if there will be punishment, not only for the ASWF team, Mark Wolf, but, you know, you got to think that there may be something coming the way of Max Stone and A.D. Sky as well. All three of these guys are turncoats, and they've completely turned their back on the ASWF. But one thing I want to mention before we get off the air, we got about 15 minutes left here, is the debut of the dad bod. I mean... <laughs> We've seen the uh, hilarious, hilarious videos on the Facebook page from the Dad Bods. I mean, absolutely outstanding. And these guys came out, and they didn't disappoint. They were pretty good. Flex Briggs and uh, Excalibur, you know, two guys that are no strangers to the ASWF team division in their own right. Uh and now they're teaming up, and, you know, they look rather impressive Saturday night. Uh, yes, they did. Uh, the uh, Everything was, was gold from the, the videos they posted, uh, working in the concession bar, even with the cute lady in the back. I, I don't know who she is, but anyway um, – she made an appearance, and they they ran that concession bar just as good as the ladies do. But the question on my mind is, uh, is uh, Idol Bane's pinky finger that he fed to, um, I believe, 
it was uh, one half of the Rock and Rap Express. And, uh, uh, you know, it's like, one, I would like to know how they got a hold of a uh, severed pinky finger because, I mean, doctors just give that out. But the the dab bods, none the least, they were impressive. Flex, big guy, uh, was a powerhouse. Excalibur was just killing it. Um, and I, I I can't wait to see more of the dad bods. They're 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 a good mix of of you know some laughs and intensity, and sometimes that's a good thing. Absolutely, and I mean, that's the thing we saw Saturday night is the dad bods know when to ja- when to joke around, and then they also know when to get serious, but, you know, I, I do have to correct you. As funny as what it was, uh, I believe they were actually picking on senior official Sleazy, and uh, I, I believe he actually stuck Otto Bain's severed pinky finger, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, in uh, the senior official's mouth, and it caused quite a reaction from not only uh, not only the Rock and Rap Express, but you know everybody in the arena. I believe almost lost their lunch at that moment. Well, uh, yeah, that uh, I mean, even me, I, that that made me sick to my stomach. It was funny to say the least, but no, it was very, very uh. It, it was disgusting. I'm just going to say it. Uh, I mean, a pinky finger. But that all can play into tactics somehow. And they're, they're a good mix. And they they were good. They put on a good showing for us. Um, Absolutely. And I think one thing we can agree on, Cody, is this. Going forward, you've got to say, you know, the dad bods are a team to be reckoned with in the ASWS tag team division, this newly reloaded tag team division. And, you know, the Dirty Little Gang or Max Dunn and AD Sky, the Mercury Brothers, whoever's the tag team champions, one of these days they're going to have to look across the ring from Flex and Excalibur. And, you know, it's going to be a tough test. Oh yeah, it, it's it's going to be testing indeed. And speaking of a uh, of a uh, testing and trials, uh, we've seen a match this week that was a very, I mean, you're you can call it whatever you want. It was a David and Goliath battle, and it was between the returning uh, from his suspension, the Nocturnal Flame, Leo Keegan, against Insane Shane. Now, rumor has it, even on Leo Keegan's Facebook page, he's after Insane Shane. The Insane Shane took the monster down, but you can you can't count the monster out. Absolutely, you can never count him out. Uh, it's one of those things, especially with Leo. I mean, this guy is exactly what he says he is. He's like uh, that movie, you know, that horror movie villain. It, you think you killed him, and then you look again, and his body's gone. And he's here for another movie. It's it's going to be crazy to see. You know, this is something that Insane Shane's never had to go up against. It's, it's honestly, quite frankly, it's scary. That's the best way I can describe this. And 
I mean, who can blame him? I mean, Shane, he's he's what, 130 pounds. Keegan's in the 270s, 280s. I mean, that's he's Keegan is twice his size. So the one thing he will have is size and momentum. Should these two face again, one thing that is for that I will say is Shane uh, played it very smart using his speed and his size and his agility to his advantage. Not only that. But even got to practice a little bit of his MMA on with that, uh, with that from what it looked like a triangle or a key lock. Needless to say, it took it took Keegan down on the outside and it got Shane the win. It wasn't a submission win, but it was it was a count out and, in my opinion, it was a KO. Absolutely, you, uh, I can. Definitely confirm Leo Keegan was passed out uh, from that. Uh, Gogo Plata is actually what it was uh, that he was able to secure on the back of the head of Leo Keegan. And, you know, Shane, you could even see it written all over his face when he picked up the victory. Obviously not the way that he wanted to pick up that victory, but it'll definitely be interesting seeing going forward what's going to happen. And, Speaking of going forward, you know, I mentioned that there's a multi-man match. As we wrap things up here, I I do have to ask you, who do you expect? uh, Do you have any, do you have any pick uh, of, you know, anybody in the ASWF locker room that you believe could potentially go in at number 30? And then not only go in at number 30, do you think they can win it from that spot? Well, I can't say anybody for certain because, you know, the competitors for that multi-man match, they haven't been named. I will say this, whoever wins, they're going to have an advantage either way. It doesn't it doesn't matter, you know, if they're hurt, still reeling from this multi-man match because it is it is a tremendous opportunity to fight for such advantage and sometimes you got to put your body on the line to uh, make sure you secure that that final position, and so I mean it's anybody's ball game, and I mean to the rest of the competitors in this match, sometimes it's luck of the draw in this num and and it's a numbers game, uh, but number thirty that's the, uh, I mean the competitor that that wins this multi man match they earn that position, but as we've seen in multi man matches before. We've seen great spot Shawn Michaels come in at number one and win it. So we have so we have to also factor in that that the guy the person that comes in at number one, they gotta hope their conditioning's up. And I believe that I you know, I wouldn't believe for a second that they wouldn't have their conditioning up because they are in a fast paced, hard hitting company like ASWF. And I'm you know, like I said, it's anyone's ball game. The winner of that multi-man match, I say they earned that victory and uh, the right to get that uh, final position. They just cannot let that go to waste because it's not going to be any easy picking. And whoever they end up out in the ring with, I mean, who knows? It's a multi-man match. Absolutely. You can trust nobody in these kind of matchups and you know well we mentioned it earlier some of the situations that these superstars could find themselves in going into this uh rumble style matchup but cody i mean we're drawing to a close here i cannot stress it enough 
ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday night, 201 Highway 367 North Tuckerman, Arkansas, at 7 p.m. You need to be there. Before the doors open, the doors open at 5.30, ladies and gentlemen. Show starts at 7. You do not want to miss a moment between now and on July 28th. You do not want to miss a moment because if you even miss five minutes of a show at the ASWF over these next two shows, you could miss what could happen, what could potentially be the biggest moment in ASWF history. I mean, we can't talk about it enough. Not only the six-man tag, not only the rumble for freedom, but we're talking about Hypnotic versus Ray this Saturday night. Major, major implications for July 28th. Who knows if, you know, Hypnotic gets injured, does the infamous one have a replacement? And Joey Britton rocking Ricky Rowland. Does... You know, there's so many situations and questions that we have to have answered before July 28th that, I mean, like I said, even missing five minutes could completely make you lost and miss what could be the biggest moment in the history of the All-Star Wrestling Federation. So be there this Saturday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 201 Highway 367 North, Tuckerman, Arkansas, at the Valiant Arena. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you in two weeks right here on Thursday night. Talk Radio 49, ASWF Aftermath. For Cody, I'm the voice of the ASWF, Michael Carnahan. We'll see you in two weeks, everybody. Thank you. You're special.